0: Hi, I'm Lisa Collins, and welcome to today's edition of Real Christianity with your Bible teacher, attorney, Mosley Collins. Mosley is joined today by a special guest, Dr. Donald Partridge, an expert in helping divorced parents and stepfamilies. There is hardly one family within the hearing of my voice that has not been injured by divorce one way or another, and sometimes it seems the hurting just won't stop. Mosley and Dawn have a message of hope and healing. It's a new way to live in a world scarred by divorce. And now, here is your teacher and my husband, Mosley Collins, with his guest, Dr. Donald Partridge.
1: Thank you, Lisa. And I am Dr. Donald Partridge, sitting in for Mosley Collins. Uh, today, we are going to be talking about uh, a new way to live in today's divorce culture. Or separation culture. We're finding that uh, most, uh, uh, or about a third of all children born in the U- US are born out of wedlock. And uh, absent fathers are a big deal in our society today. And uh, we're finding that there's new ways to live. God has great things for us. And we're going to talk about that today. And I have a very, very unique experience that's going to happen with us. Uh, uh, this hour, and that is I have with me my daughter, uh, uh, Joy. Uh, she is 31 years old, and she's with me now in the studios. Say hi, Joy.
2: Hi, Dad. <laughs>
1: All right, and um, uh, if you have been following along with us, uh, you may have heard some of her story, but what I'd like to do is is uh, take some a minute now and just tell you this, uh, her background story. Um, and what she has come out of. Um, As I said, she's 31 years old today, um, and uh, her parents, my wife and me, Joy's mother and dad, were divorced when when you were five years old. Right. And uh, the following 15 years, uh, following that divorce, which would take you to about 20 years old, Um, that divorce was filled with complete and utter chaos and animosity between your parents. Is that right?
2: Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yes. (laughs)
1: Um, uh, And it affected you. Um, It affected you tremendously. And Mm -hmm. I want to tell the listening audience that um, the divorce wars, the parent wars that um, uh, my daughter's parents went through, deeply deeply affected her emotionally and uh, and her behavior um, for 15 years um, you lived a life that well uh, through fourth grade fifth grade sixth grade it was just a downhill slide right when you right. hit when you hit your teenage years um, we can say that you went bad is that right
2: <laughs> yes we can say that I went bad
1: and I could say that to the listening audience. <laughs> That there is not a person out there that would give uh, anything to have you as your <laughs> as your daughter at that time. Is yeah, that right? I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, it was it was not just bad, it was real bad. Real bad. And it was not just real bad. It was real, real bad. Yes. Um, what we managed to do is uh, her mother and I, uh, your mother and I, Um, is we managed to remove your soul, basically, through our wars. Um, We were uh, filled with uh, hatred toward one another, We uh, and and your mom and I went through six different major court wars, and that's not including all the small millions of little snipes and knives and hassles that we went through, and you could not... Go through that without being damaged.
0: Right.
1: And so, um, if the listening audience, if you have a uh, child, a daughter or a son, or if uh, you have a nephew or niece, or if or if you have a granddaughter or grandson who is is living a horrible life and disobedient to parents and just out there corrupting their lives, I want to let the audience know that my daughter sitting before me right now was times two of your kid. <laughs> Is that right?
2: That's about right.
1: Yes. All right. But today she's 31 years old. And today um, you're uh, in, in the corporate world at mm-hmm. a huge national corporation. Mm-hmm. Um, you live in a beautiful home. Mm-hmm. You have a, makes me cry, mm-hmm. uh, you have a beautiful husband. Mm-hmm. You have precious daughters, three daughters. Mm -hmm. Um, Your life is absolutely wonderful today.
2: It's been very blessed.
1: In fact, um, to illustrate this, you had a colleague of yours uh, come to you and tell you uh, recently about a daughter of theirs that they were having difficulty with. Why don't you tell us that story really quickly?
2: Uh, Yeah, I had a colleague of mine um, who was just having a lot of frustration and uh, we just happened to be talking about a number of different things work-related, but she then moved into some issues she had been having um, because we were friends as well as colleagues. And she let me know about her teenage daughter who's been just flying off the handle and there's a lot of issues going on and she's really at her wit's end and she doesn't know what to do. And I was just listening to her. And um, in there, she kind of threw in that um, she realized that although she was sharing this with me, that I probably had difficulty understanding what, a, what she was talking about because um, this wasn't a life that I had ever experienced. So it was, it was just really fascinating to me and it, it made me laugh to think that she did not know you know, the history of my life and the circumstances I went through as a teenager. So she's thinking just based off of who I am in my life now that I've never experienced any struggle or or challenges that her teenage daughter was going through. You... You look like you have always lived a perfect life, Joy. I mean, to look <laughs> well, at you, you, um,
1: you your hair are done, your, you have your hair done, your your nails are done, you right. dress beautifully. You uh li- like I said, you 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 have a successful job, your husband has a successful job, things are going well for you. Uh, I mean, you 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 epitomize success. And you don't at, at all. To look at you, no one would ever know that there is not a person on earth that would want you as their kid for about ten years of right, your life. Right, absolutely, life. <laughs> right. What we did to you, and let me let me start off this program. Oh, and, and and what's the point of the program here? The point of the program is we want to know why. We want to know why were you the worst person in the world. In fact, you were you were um, you were put in a facility for for some weeks. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. I, I just I cannot tell the listener how, how horrible of a life my daughter lived. and it, it broke my heart every minute uh, of every day for, for over 10 years. Um, and today she's, she, she's gone from the worst person in the world to the best person in the world. And we want to know why. And there's, there are parents out there that have trouble with their kids right. and they themselves are in a divorce culture or a separation culture. And, right. and there are trouble, Joy. Joy, out there, our world is filled with trouble oh, and you came through it and we want to know why, okay? But let me begin by saying, uh, uh, kind of concluding, this is what your mother and I did with you. In effect, and to just illustrate this with a, with a figure here, right? we, in effect, when you were a little child, we in effect stretched you up to adult height.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: In effect, we zipped open your mind. Mm-hmm. We poured in all this adult animosity and, and hatred and frustration against one another. We closed your mind, zipped it back up. We crammed you back down to the third grader you were. Right. And then we said to you, in effect, go play. And you couldn't play. No, I couldn't. You could not be a normal individual.
2: Right. Absolutely. Speak to that. Well, I think that, you know, the question of being normal was, I've never understood what normal meant. Um, I've never understood what normal is. Um, And, you know, one of the things that I realize now looking back is that, you know, all I ever wanted to do was just be like everybody else. That so was always, as long as I can remember, I just wanted to be like everybody else. I just wanted to play with all of my, you know, with all my brothers and sisters and all my friends. And, you know, I wanted to make the same decisions they were making. And I wanted to do the same things they were doing. I basically wanted to have the lifestyle that they were all having. And I could not have that. But I could not, at that time, I could not at all tell you why... I couldn't make those choices uh, all my life for as long as i can remember since i was five years old and on up um one of the things that everyone used to always ask me is why can't you just be like everybody else why can't you do this why can't you make these decisions instead of these decisions i got it from um, my parents i got it from counselors i got it from school teachers i got it. i even got it from friends you know or from kids and my brothers and sisters and you know, everybody around me was saying, you know, why can't you just make these decisions instead of these decisions? Why can't you do this instead of this? Basically, why can't you just be normal? And the best response and the honest response I had was, I don't know.
1: Yeah. You didn't know. I didn't know. You didn't know. And we didn't know either. As parents, um, I, I could say your mom loved you. I could say I Definitely. loved you Definitely. during those years. Uh, yet we were individually destroying you, and we didn't know what we were doing. Right. And so we didn't know what we were doing. We, we were just in our wars and we would see you just, es- uh, just your, your be- poor behavior just escalated worse and worse and worse to where it was. I would say that, uh, would it be fair to say that about 15 years old, you were pretty much emancipated from your parents?
2: Yeah, 14, 15.
1: Now, can you imagine? I want the radio audience to uh, hear this. At 14 years old, My daughter is living basically as an emancipated person, off on her own, living her own life.
2: Right, right.
1: Yeah. All right, so you're not there today. No. All right. Thank Uh, God. (laughs) uh, We have a lot to talk about. And what we're going to do is we're going to develop a series on this discussion of who you were and why did you get better and how the radio audience can tap into this and, and themselves maybe instigate some health into their kids. But let's begin with a story. Um, okay. This story illustrates probably powerfully and the best way of why you are who you are today. And, um, and the story is it's something that happened not recently but within the last year and a half. It was, and and, and here you are in health and wisdom and just wonderful lifestyle. Yet you were with your grandmother and you heard her talk to your uncle about you. Why don't you tell us that story?
2: Well, what had taken place is that um, earlier in the day, there was a situation with my daughter. Um, She's very young, um, and she was like six years old at the time. And um, she had had like a marker or something. And she had, of course, every six-year-old has a marker. And they wrote on something that she she shouldn't have wrote on. And we were at my grandma's house. So I disciplined her. And, um, you know, we moved on, moved past it. So we go over to my uncle's house. And... Um, uh, my sister and myself were in a, a side room and my uncle, my aunt, and my grandmother were in the main room. So uh, I, I guess my grandmother didn't know that we were still next door to them. We could hear everything that they were talking about. My grandmother starts sharing the story about how my daughter had had a marker and and uh and was writing on things and um and she then moved into I I still to this day don't know how it relates but she then moved into talking about how I was when I was a child and um in not necessarily a child at six, but as a teenager. And she started sharing about how, um, you know, I was just out of control and that there was no, um, basically there was no hope for me. And so, you know, she she said things like, um, Joy doesn't remember how she was when she was a kid and she was so out of control. And, you know, she, you know, although she may have kids now and be married now, you know, the reality is she's always going to be like that. You know, I'm always going to see her as that person because that's who she is. You know, she's never going to change. She's always going to have these issues. She's always going to be making these types of decisions. And she basically spent the next, I don't know, good 20 minutes or so just completely tearing me to pieces to and my so uncle so she's
1: aunt. not just tearing you to pieces saying you were this type no. of kid she's saying you were this type of kid right and you are this right. same kid today exactly and so. she did not know that you were hearing this no in the, you were in the other room with your sister exactly your sister was hearing this as well Is right, that right? yeah
2: oh yeah my sister and i were were there we were both quiet and just listening because we were both i think in a little bit in shock like where'd this conversation come from and um she just was completely she started with um who i was and she turned that into relating it to who i am today although that is not at all who i am today but she she saw me as that broken 14 year old girl still even this day in age
1: yes and so uh, you and your sister were hearing all of this, yes. and what we're going to do is, I want to find out how you reacted to that, and how your sister reacted to right. that. Right, yeah. uh, And we're gonna be taking a, a break shortly, uh, but what we wanna do is flesh this out after this time. Um, so that's the setting, is my daughter is hearing about what a poor person she is, and how basically her grandmother felt that she was a worthless individual now and that there was just no hope for her at all. And uh, how horrible that is to hear that and how horrible for your sister to hear that back in 20 20 seconds.
0: I hope you're enjoying today's edition of Real Christianity with attorney Molesley Collins and Dr. Donald Partridge. You can get a copy of today's message or purchase the entire series by going online to donaldpartridge.com. That's donaldpartridge.com. Now, let's get back to our message.
1: Thank you, Lisa. All right, Joy. Um, you heard your mother, your grandmother disdain you. Right. Totally degrade you. Totally to took me apart. To your <laughs> uncle and your aunt. Right. And this is just r- somewhat recently. Right. Um, How did your sister react to what she heard about you? Now, your sister loves you very much.
2: Oh, absolutely. My sister and I have a very strong relationship. Very close. Yeah, we're very, very close. And so she was beyond herself in anger. She was so upset. Um, We were both sitting in these chairs in the other room and...
1: You were silently listening silently to this listening derogatory to this, wording about you. Right.
2: Unbelievable. And and she was getting more and more angry. She was so angry. She was virtually visibly shaking. She was so angry that my grandmother was just essentially bashing me um, just so freely to um, other family members in our family w- for no for absolutely no reason, it just it came out of nowhere. It started with my six year old daughter who who um, who just had a marker and, and wrote on something she shouldn't have. So it, I mean, it was just like where this all came from, and just the words that she used, and and how she related to it being who I am today was so mind boggling. And my sister was so upset. She was so upset, and she said to me, "That's it." I'm never talking to grandma again. I can't believe she said these things about you. She said, this was totally uncalled for. I'm gonna, you know, I'm calling mom. I need to let mom know about this. She said, I'm just, this is it. She said, virtually, you know, as far as I'm concerned, like, I want nothing to do with grandma. And she said, you know, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to talk to grandma. I can't believe she said these things about you. You know, grandma needs to know that she can't talk like that and that, you know, this was uncalled for and this was just totally And in your line. sister
1: was about 20 years old or something or no, in her yeah, late, late, late teens. Yeah, late teens. Late teens. Yeah. And so yeah. she, this was not a 10 year old. No, 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 no. Yeah. This is an adult saying these right. things. She's very angry. So what was your, but what, what, what I want the audience to hear now. And this is all leading up to this huge point. What was your response? What did you tell your sister?
2: Well, basically what I told Allie is she has to let this go. I said to her, Allie, I understand you're upset. You know, it it was very shocking, some of these things Grandma just said. And I said, but Allie, you have to let this go. This is is Grandma. We love Grandma. Grandma says stupid things because Grandma does say stupid things and it we just move on and she just she fought me like she was so how can you just let this go absolutely not grandma can't get away with that she shouldn't talk like that about you you know that's really um out of lines it's very toxic you know and and ally was right i mean the 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 idea is is that she you know my sister was right in her justification for being angry but the reality is is that that's our grandma and good, bad, or ugly, that is our grandma. And we got to let this go. And I said to her, Allie, you got to let this go. If you cling on to this anger, it's going to cause separation between you and grandma. And then it's going to cause anger and it's going to cause destruction inside yourself. Letting go of um, this type of anger and letting go of this type of hurt and instantly moving into forgiveness is not about you know, anything for grandma. It had nothing to do about my grandma, but I've learned through my life that I have to let this type of pain go and I have to forgive instantly for my own health and my own well-being. And that's what I really pushed with Ally. You're
1: saying to me that you just went in and saw your grandmother and acted as if, as, as if nothing ever happened. As if
2: nothing happened. We walked out of the I mean, room. you were
1: honestly letting it go
2: immediately immediately not only that I let it go so much that when we prepared for this radio station yes and you brought the conversation up to me
1: I remember the story
2: I forgot you about didn't it.
1: remember the story right
2: and and I went oh that's right that did happen and then of course it all came back but I think know, we're I had beginning let it go. to see I think we're
1: gonna begin to see and we're gonna pick this up tomorrow we got a lot to say about this but' I think we're beginning to see why you are the best person in the world, <laughs> as opposed to when you were the worst person in the world. There are certain responses that you are doing that has caused tremendous health in your life. Look, this is Dr. Donald Partridge. I wanna thank you for listening, and we want you to know God has a new way to you, for you to live in today's divorce culture. Hi, this is Dr. Donald Partridge. In addition to teaching real Christianity, my friend Mosey Collins is a personal injury attorney. He has a calling from God to help those who have been badly injured, and he has successfully done so for 30 years. If you or a loved one have been badly injured, you'll want to call Mosley Collins for help. He has won hundreds of injury cases, and he can win yours. There's never a fee until he wins your case. So call Mosley and his staff at 916-444-4444. Just remember all fours for legal help. Thanks Don, now it's my turn. Dr. Partridge is an authority on the
3: needs of single parents, step-families, and a new way to live in a world broken and scarred by divorce. But don't let what you have heard here today get away from you. I want you to have this series. So go to donaldpartridge.com, that's donaldpartridge.com, to order this life-changing series of CDs today.
0: If you have enjoyed this program, or if you would like Mosley and Dawn to speak to your group, call us at 916-444-4444. Now, here's a final word from Mosley.
3: My dear listener, let me ask you a question. Have you prayed to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? I'm not asking you if you go to church or even if you call yourself a Christian, but have you prayed to receive Christ as your Savior? If you haven't, pray with me right now. Lord Jesus, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart and be my savior, amen. If you sincerely prayed that simple prayer, just like I did 38 years ago, you are born again and you have the gift of eternal life. Get in a good Bible-based church and listen here for the next edition of Real Christianity.
0: From all of us here at Real Christianity, thank you for listening, and we pray that God will keep you and bless you.
3: If you're pregnant and considering abortion, I have important news. I'm attorney Mosley Collins. Perhaps you know my phone number, 444-4444. In the past, I've spoken about personal injury accidents, but today... I want to help you if you are pregnant and considering abortion. I know that's a scary spot to be in, so we've created a new organization called SaveYourBaby.org. If you call us, we have resources, medical care, housing, and more to help you save your baby. And it's all free. Many people now believe abortion is a bad choice. Even the woman who brought the original lawsuit legalizing abortion now believes she made a terrible mistake. I don't want you to make a terrible mistake. So I hope you call me at 444-4444. We will help you without charge. But in the end, it's up to you because only you can save your baby.